This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. We are talking about Lao Tzu's Tao Te Ching, and we are right now looking at parts 28 to 36. 28 starts out, whosoever knows his maleness and guards his femaleness, he is the gorge of the world. If he is the gorge of the world, eternal life does not leave him, and he becomes again as a child. I think looking at this, it really emphasizes just being and finding balance. And the expression of the male and female um, Lao Tzu also goes into the next stanza and talks about purity and weakness and honor and shame and the one after that. And I think looking also at the word gorge kind of has a negative connotation to it. So in the first stanza when he's saying, you know, whosoever knows his maleness and guards his femaleness, he is the gorge of the world. The expression to me at least says that you know, there needs to be more of a balance and to not be gorge is a little bit of a negative connotation because in being the gorge of the world, you're just reborn into that cycle of birth. So I, I find that the first one, you know, the stanzas are very similar. The first one's gorge. The second one is example. The third one is valley. So, you know, it, you know, it, the only thing I get is it's the low points. Gorge you know, is like a deep chasm or, uh, you know, you know, it's like a valley. It's like a low point between two high points. And for example, you know, the word example, which is being used not as a for example, um, I just, it, it just seems as though there's, there's, there's a, there's a visual of hills mm-hmm. and valleys mm-hmm. and, um, and then when he does use the word example, it's it's talking about purity and, you know, whoever knows his purity and guards his weakness. And I think the word guards is kind of interesting. I, I don't know if, you know, I'd be interested to know what what the real picture was in terms of guards. Like, what does that really mean to guard it? Does that mean to, to protect it, hide it? Mm. Is it a hiding or is it a... Um, you know, you guard it, meaning, you know, it's something you know you need to work on. And so you, instead of being responsive in terms of your weakness or your shame, you understand that it's something that you, you know, you don't act upon. You guard it, meaning you keep it in control. Right. And the other thing is about with maleness and femaleness, you know, this is very sexist, but, you know, this was written thousands of years ago at that point. I think we made this, we said something about this before. Maleness would have been your, you know, uh, uh, courage and strength mm-hmm. and will and drive. And your femaleness would be more of your passiveness or as what they would have, they how they would have determined it back in the day, more of your weakness, Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're not so you know not strength, more passive, more um, you know um, not your strength. I'll put it that way. Right. So, and I think also in in the aspect of the first, second, and third uh, stanzas to say, 
at the end, you know, if you if you uh, have your maleness and guard your femaleness, you become again as a child. If you know purity and you guard your weakness, you return to the uncreated. If you know honor and you guard your shame, you return to simplicity. And I think it's very important mm-hmm. what you started to say. There's a huge pictorial representation in this. No matter what the translation is from the Chinese characters, it's very visual mm-hmm. with the valley being lush mm. and fertile. And, you know, when you're looking at these different virtues and these different aspects, whether they be physical or virtuous, um, it's it's still looking at the element of the Tao and a, and a man of calling practicing it being the Lord of servants where there's really nothing to do. There's nothing to, to ascertain except simplicity. Right. And that becomes the useful part. And great design is going to happen as it is, all is. And right. the Tao is there. And this gives a very pictorial representation of the virtues in, in orchestration with all of that. So let's move on to number 29. And to me, this really gives a, a world and Tao representation. And, and by the first sentence, conquering and handling the world, I have experienced that this fails. And that's really important to say that, you know, world is beyond the spiritual and there's no aspect to handling it or grasping it or trying to do anything. The minute you try to do anything, there's kind of, you know, chaos and order going on and you, you actually destroy the aspect of just being with, with and in the Tao. So the other side of it that I get also has to do with what we were, when we were reading the Kabbalion, the law of rhythm, meaning that things are going to occur. Thing, you know, it goes in, whoever handles it, destroys it. Whosoever wants to hold on to it, loses it. Now things run ahead, now they follow. Now they blow warm, now they blow cold. And um, it's, it's a rhythm. It's just rhythms are going to occur and it's going to move that way. That's the way the Tao moves. It moves in and out. It's the yin yang. It's the day and tonight and today. It's the seasons. It's going to occur. And then the last thing, he says, the man of calling avoids what is too intense, too much, too big, which I go once again into the whole idea of kind of riding it out and mm-hmm. not getting so caught up in, oh my God, what are we going to do? And, right. oh God, this is, thank God this is the way. Oh my, and, and people get so caught in the emotional ride that if you can understand, and, and again, we talk about the Kabbalion, it's going to sway one way, then it's going to sway the other. It's going to sway one way, it's going to sway the other. The more that you can ride it and not mm-hmm. get caught, and, and again, I look at it as like riding waves. You just you go up and you go down. You right. go up, you go down. You get seasick. Versus if you just kind of you know ride this the, this, the you know the, the top of it, then you don't get right. too and caught. Al- and also to the aspect of the man of calling, avoiding the intense extremes of it, right. knowing that 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 rhythm is going to occur. And I think the knowing and the awareness that it occurs is where the power is. And that's why this stance is important. It's not just mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, we know night turns into day, day turns into night. It's if, if you know, if the night occurs and you, you have fear of the night, I'm just using this as an example, the morning will come. Mm-hmm. You know it will come and you will get through it. And I think sometimes you can, you can ride things out knowing that it's, it's, it's going to, you know, the tides are going to turn. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a very powerful one. This is a, when you're at that point, this is a, what do I do? I'll, I know it's going to turn. Let's okay. go on to 30. Okay. 30 is, to me, short and sweet. 
It's almost as if if you're in Tao, this is how you exist with others. And there's nothing to force. There's nothing to push. There's nothing to make happen because that destroys going with the flow. And it's really just um, just sitting in decision, which, you know, seeking, I think he says the competent seeks only decision. And in seeking only decision, I mean, there's the awareness once again, the choice occurs. Yet in that choice, outcomes occur as well because of that choice. And so there's an aspect of just letting it be and going with the flow. So I go, I take that and I go one step further. I always go to the last few lines, but this time I'm going to the front when it says, you know, whosoever in true Tao helps a ruler of men does not rape the world by use of arms for actions return onto one's own head, which to me, it means that whatever you do is going to affect you. Everything you do affects you. People think that I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And you have an impact on people, but people want, everybody interprets what occurs in their own mind. I can do something to you and, you know, and I think I'm joking and and you take it Mm. personally and vice versa. I can do something and be joking around with you and you, you know, you're really pissed off at me. Mm -hmm. And I think what this, what, where I go is that when you go off and you do something really you know, you, you do something, it, it comes back at you. It comes back at you. It's really, and it goes into the Bible, it do unto others as you'd have do unto you. Because actually, everything you do to someone, we all feel. Even if we're not aware of it, but we feel the repercussions of what we do. So when he says the competent seeks only decision, nothing further, you know, you don't go in and then create a situation or an event and then you are destroying the flow if you do right and it's just and 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 then and then of course it's your definition of how things appear it's it's your perspective of what occurs Mm -hmm. does that make sense okay hope that makes sense Hi, this is Julie here with Susan. What's one of the favorite books that we've written together? Which one would you say? My favorite would be Energetic Invocations Mm -hmm. because you tricked me into writing it (laughs) and it wrote itself and I just was grateful to be a part of it. I like all the books we've written. We've had so much fun, but that's probably my favorite. You know, I agree with you. I love Energetic Invocations and I love the invocations because they're really powerful and I love the way it slides into the Endra book. So the Endra scripts is really fun as well so I agree with you yep awesome hey Susan do you remember when Trump meant you throwing down one of those special cards in the oh, game of yeah. whist yep I do <laughs> now it takes on a whole new meaning huh it does and so in our Trump book that we wrote how Trump wins we really look at the cool aspect of the energy all personalities aside mm-hmm. and that's something that nobody else does it is and it's out there Okay, on to 31. Yep. Okay, number 31 brings right out into the open weapons and harm. In the first uh, couple of lines, weapons are instruments of bad omen. All beings, I believe, loathe them. Therefore, whosoever has the true Tao does not want to know about them. And you might kind of ask, okay, what is this? Is this really a militaristic one? Is that what the, the conversation is? And it's funny because, you know, everyone's heard of the art of war. The Book of Five Rings, you know, whether you go to to uh, Chinese warriors or samurai, 
the funny part about it, even though the Constitution is war, you know, that's what the word is, that's what it's meant to say, the art of war is used in business. I mean, this is an aspect, to me at least, of looking at relationships and looking at how you interact with people and the question of, is it a battle against yourself? Is it a battle against others? Is so it a search you, at relations? What's the difference? They talk about the left and the right. There's a lot of left and right references in this. Well, it, it's funny because, you know, you can think in the line of chess. You can think of, you know, where the king and the queen sit. You can think, you know, if you want to go biblical, you can think of who sits at the left, who sits at the right. Um, I'm not sure it could be a matter of position. It could be a matter of, um, you know, left, right brain. It could be any of those things. It could be any of those layers. You know, Lao Tzu mentions in this quietness and peace are the highest values. And you gain victory, not in rejoicing in, you know, the murder of men. That's not why we're here. Go ahead. No, that's that's just it's. I think it's a real expression of okay. You look at this. You look at the battle, and and what do you want to call so the, mat, I, the battle? I, I, it's actually when you're saying that I'm I'm really rereading it because it's in fortunate circumstances, one considers the left the place of honor. In unfortunate circumstances, one considers the right right place of honor. To me, the left and the right is like who's right and who's wrong. The left is. You know, these this group of people wants this. The right is with that mm. group of people. There's no, the left and right is nothing more than a, you know, who's right and who's wrong. It's a he said, she said. This you know, that. if in fortunate circumstances, one considers she said to mm-hmm. be the honor. And this one, they say he said. So it's a he said, she said, which actually to me, and like the vice commander stands to the left. The supreme commander stands to the right. And at the end of the day, it's basically saying whoever is caught in that, Mm -hmm. he said, she said, and I'm using that term as just a generic one, is like, oh, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, you know, he said that, you know, well, I said this. And it's almost like you get caught in, and it says then basically whoever has been victorious in battle shall linger as if attending a memorial service. And a memorial service is everything's dead. And the, the, the left or the right it's a matter of just the, you're, you're caught in this limbo of nothingness, and it's it's paralyzing, and you're mm-hmm. paralyzed in that. And there's there's no movement, there's no going with the dial, there's no in the dial, there's no awareness of that. And what are you paralyzed in? You're paralyzed it's, in this battle so, of going so, to the left or the right. So the weapons in in war is 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 really basically you, you know it's what's right is the left right is the right right. I don't think the left and the right actually refers to anything other mm. than just choice A or choice B. Uh, you're going to fight for A. You're going to fight for B. Are you for this person or are you against this person? There's no you know a lot of times we're put in a position where are you for it or are you against it? And that's paralyzed. And yeah. Okay. So should we go into 32? Sure. Okay. Okay, this one is is kind of funny to me because uh, I found Lao Tzu very layered. And there's so many layers to it. And for me, I feel like, well, the narrators here are saying, okay, if you just joined us or just as a reminder, you know, this is Dom in the world. (laughs) It's like, okay, why? This is like the synopsis. For me, at least, it's almost like a synopsis, you know, the unutterable simplicity. Tao is the eternal, you know, it's unutterable simplicity. 
And then he goes into all these descriptions again, which we've kind of sort of heard, but it, but it gives us another layer to the foundation of it where we go, okay, right. Okay. Dow in the world and Dow in the world, they flow into each other. Oh, okay. Right. And there's balance and there's things that occur and there's a balance and going with the flow and there's a flow. And so, so to me, it's like a synopsis. Yeah. I look at actually, it's almost like, you know, imagine this, you know, you know, the world, you know, it, 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 the Tao is eternally unutterable simplicity, even though it's small. If this happened, imagine the world this, imagine that, all this could happen. And then creation starts. And therein, names come about. And there it begins. But yet, with that, he, it's, it's almost like, it's kind of like telling a little kid a story. Imagine the princes and the queens and the... You know, the kings, they all come together and all this happens. And then, you know, then you hear and then da, 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 you know, it's, well, it, you know, it's almost like I you should say like, you know, like um, Little Red Riding Hood. She's there and she lives with her grandma. She goes, right, and then right. here comes the big bad wolf. And, well, well that's, and, that's funny because in the in the placement is 32. It's like it's a synopsis. It's like, wait, what's it doing here to remind you of that? And then. And then it goes for the, the clincher there, you know, right for the jugular. The relation between Tao and the world may be compared to mountain streams and valley brooks that shed themselves into rivers and seas, everything flowing into each other. Number 33, I think this one is one of the most quoted and excerpt ones, probably taken out of context of the whole rest of, of Lao Tzu's material, meaning taken out of the context of the rest of where it was. And, and you, you see it, at least I've seen it so many different places. No, I have never. Really? No. <laughs> oh, I look gosh. at this and I'm like, you know, I, I have my own interpretation of it. But no, I'm not, you know, you're I've so seen funny. I've seen so you... many places. I've read uh-huh. it in so many things and taken out of this. And you say, oh, my gosh, this is where it came from. And, and to me, it's just, okay, the funny part about this one, whosoever knows others is clever, whosoever knows himself is wise, mm-hmm. and it keeps on going. There's no mention of Tao in it. Tao isn't used. And whosoever is used, what, three, six, seven, eight times. Well, it's the first line of every sentence. Right. And first word. And of it's every a sentence. rhythmic rendition of I think there's a there's an aspect of focusing on and not getting into the author, but you know, trying to think what he's thinking, but I think there's an aspect of focusing on, you know, before it was giving a little synopsis, the one before this, of you remember what Tao is, and then it goes right into the who. And of course, it's the who that now understands Dao because we understand Dao. We've been reading this and, and looking at the who and their relation to themselves and others and the power over yourself that you have and the power over others and your relation so, to others. You're so funny because I haven't heard this before. That doesn't mean I'm, you know, I'm sure it's been, I look at this as kind of like a joke. It's like, ha, ah, whoever knows all this, oh, he's clever. Oh, who knows himself? Oh, yeah, he's wise. And it goes throughout. And it's like, whoever does not perish in death lives. It's almost like a joke as to, oh, whatever you can do, this is what you get. It's almost like a little kid. And then I did this. Oh, great. And then I can do this. That's great. Mm-hmm. And then I could do this. Wonderful. Because at the end of the day, none of this really makes any sense. Who, whoever conquers others has force. Like, it's like a joke. It's like, oh, I was able to conquer. Look what I did. Oh, isn't that nice? You're such a strong kid. You're so, it's like, it's almost like a, a, a run on words. Cause in the beginning, mm. 
where, you know, a couple of things before we were talking, you know, about no matter what you do, it doesn't matter. And, and, you know, being in, cause I had a hard time when I saw assert, I'm like, wait a second, why is this supporting the word assert? Whereas I couldn't find it. I was trying to read which one it was back. I couldn't find it where we said assert was the joke of it. Because when you assert, you, you, you screw up the Tao, you get involved in it. So I'm like, wait a second. So this, when I was looking at it, I'm like, wait a minute. Assert, why are they using it, assert here as if it's a positive thing? That didn't make sense to me because earlier we were saying that when one asserts oneself, you're going to only interrupt the flow of Tao. So throughout it, it says not to assert yourself. So I'm reading this and I'm like, wait a second, then who conquers others has force. So to me, it was almost like a joke. It was almost like I will call it a un, what are they, un, unwise man or what is it, a, not a man of calling. A lesser man would come in and say, I did this. And, and it's almost like the, it's like a, whoever's telling the story is like, oh, that's nice. And then I did this. Oh, isn't that wonderful? And it means nothing. It's almost like a joke. Like I did this and I did that. And it's like, you're out of the Tao. None of that makes sense. It's, it's, it's almost like a, that's how I read it. And again, I haven't seen this in other places. So I don't, you know, my well, interpretation is always a little bit different than everybody else's anyway. Well, it's funny because it is out of the Tao. Tao isn't in it yet. I mean, this is stressed so many places and where each line is just quoted, whosoever knows others is clever, meaning, you know, wanting to give the meaning that, you know, if you take the time to to understand others, be compassionate, put your feet in other people's shoes, you know, there's a there's a cleverness, there's an understanding you have. If you know yourself, See, I he, disagree. whosoever knows himself is wise because they go it together. Yeah. Whosoever knows himself is wise and he knows himself. So you've taken the time to know thyself. You're wise. You're not just, do you want to be wise or clever? I mean, there is a, so there's not a disagreement here. There's a, there's a, a, a those couplets going together. Whosoever conquers himself is strong. Whosoever asserts himself has willpower. So do you, do you conquer yourself? They're not saying to conquer others. Whosoever is so self-sufficient to whoever is asserts himself has willpower. That, that to me is completely, those, the, whoever asserts, I would read this and say, whoever asserts himself has kicked himself in the behind. Mm. I mean, if I were going to look this in terms of down, in terms of what we've been reading, where we've gone, I look at this and I think this is, whoever is self-sufficient is rich. I mean, is, is the Tao say, okay, this is how you're going to be rich? I don't think the Tao even mentions rich. And does it, it doesn't talk about uh, wise. What's a wise person? Whoever, whosoever knows himself is wise. You, you know, part of me feels like our whole journey in this world is really to learn more about yourself. We don't, I don't know who I am. I mean, I have a better understanding. I've done a lot of work on myself and I've, you know, and I've tried to clear a lot of things, but I don't believe any of us are ever wise. But to know ourselves, we, we work on it and we become more, but we're, wise is like a, it's, it's, it's almost like, again, and I'm, I'm using the words because that's what we have to work with. It's kind of like a joke. It's like, oh, okay. You know, if you know others, you're clever. To me, that's like, oh, you've, you learned how to manipulate people, but you don't know them. You figure out on the surface what you can do to get what you need. So I, I kind of look at this as like almost the opposite is it's like, a, again, it's like a joke. It's like someone who's 
uh, uh, boastful and coming in saying, oh, I did this. And someone says, oh, isn't that nice? And I did that. And it's like, oh, well, that's wonderful, too. And, and I look at it because I'm like, and, and what, what it did it for me, I tell you, is when I looked at a cert and I'm like, wait a second, how do you go in one stanza and say to assert yourself is a joke because you're interrupting the flow of Tao, the natural flow. You can't change it, but you can, you can interrupt it and you can divert it for a while. Yet, yet, you, you, then you can't so many, and I was so hard trying to find that stanza and I couldn't find it. And then you say here, to assert yourself is, and I'm like, wait a second. Hmm. So it's so isn't it, so we just have a no, difference of it's opinion. It's a difference of opinion because yeah, this is highly, all. you know, it's an understanding of Tao and your relationship with others and where the Tao is, and yet the Tao isn't in there. It's in the layers somehow. Is it in the whosoever? Is it in? There's no, you know, complication to say this is right or this is wrong no, or no, anything. We're, that's there's why we're having a like conversation that. because. I no, mean, I mean, I'm, in this stanza itself, there's nothing that says this is right, this is wrong, this is an action you should have, an action you shouldn't have. The only, if you if you pull stuff out, you know, it's funny, you have power over yourself, you're wise, strong, and rich. Relationship with others, you can be clever, forceful, and have willpower. And there's there's a sense here, there's a little bit of a vibration. I mean, I understand and I get what you're saying, there's a little bit of a vibration. I don't feel any sarcasm or anything, but that... You don't, you know, if you don't lose your place in duration, you, there's, you're, you're flowing with the dial. There's an eternal and an infinite, yet there's almost a complication here where it's, there's, you know, more than one party. It's kind of like an existence in the dial. I just look at this and I can't imagine the dial using the word clever or force in strong willpower and rich. To me, those are all um, physical descriptions and the Tao doesn't really deal with any physicality in any of these descriptions, in any of these. And so I, I look at that. To me, it's almost like who? It's almost like someone else came in here and wrote something else. It's like, <laughs> you know, someone stepped in and said, oh, let's throw this, this in is there and quoted. with them. If you do so, any searches online I, so for I will, Lao Tzu, I'll we'll look at it. And yeah. wouldn't that be a kick? I'll be, and you people know, put these on, on T-shirts and on Oh, whatever, yes. So, so there you go. People yeah. will be sending me, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, respond and saying, Susan, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> But, you know, I, I can only respond the way, I mean, that's why we're doing this is because, and I haven't read a lot of different things and I kind of like it that way. So I'm a little bit more, what do I hear? What do I see? And, you know, I challenge anyone who, you know, says it, if you read the rest of this, you know, and we're going to go through it. And there isn't, so. you know, there is another thing to stress that there is no mention of Tao in this. And so, you know, if he's saying whosoever knows others is clever, there, there's not, I don't get a sense of a, of a judgment of that's right or wrong or that person's a good person or bad person or anything. It's just an exclamation, a it's description. Just, but whosoever for the knows but to put in here wise. clever, to put in clever, still, wise, strong willpower, it just does not fit for me. And anything else that we've been reading, we never in through here unless there's sarcasm. Sarcasm. Sorry, I don't mean to. It's um. It it just doesn't. You know, it just doesn't make sense when I look at this. There's nothing in there to give these description. Again, these are very physical. I mean, force um, and strong and willpower has been used before in duration and death and perish and yeah, but in negative and- in negative using force. We just talked. We just read about the thing about the war. Using force and strong 
and and you know and then clever and wise clever is kind of a funny word clever is clever is use you know to use that word clever say someone's smart to say they're brilliant is one thing to say oh that was clever it's a little bit of sneakiness that's a different kind of a word and i i do like i said i haven't looked up the words but i looked them up because i think there's an energy to that specific word that specific word was was picked clever whoever knows others is clever is not is intuitive is compassionate is in the flow is understanding is has intelligence the word is clever it's just an odd so i mean we can agree to disagree and i can't say i'm right i won't say i'm wrong but i can't say i'm right <laughs> And yet it's still a powerful powerful stanza in and of itself in some way, shape, or form. Okay, number 34. It's a clever stanza. Number 34. Hi, this is Julie. I recently went away to Canada and I was excited to bring a handful of books, but I couldn't read a thing. Has that ever happened to you? All I wanted to do was play. If you travel, trivia is fun. And we have a lot of different trivia for you. We have Think You Know the Kabbalion. You can test yourself. We have trivia on Halloween and Samhain. And we have Christmas trivia. So the time is right to test your brain and get moving. And if you want to do it today, you can go to Amazon and download the ebooks. Hey, Susan, you remember that old song that Tom Petty sang? Which old song? The waiting is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Well, he was so right about that. The waiting is the hardest part. The coolest thing about all the stuff we've written, you can get it as an ebook right now. Right now. Live on Amazon right now. And you know what they say, there's no time like the present. It's a great experience as a writer to get feedback. And when you can turn around and use that feedback to make something even better, that's pretty cool. Susan and I wrote Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change. So many readers told us it was an intensely energized experience to absorb the book and integrate the work into their own lives to get clarity. Many asked for real examples to help process the energy. That's how Energetic Invocations series a book of vibrational change volumes 1 to 17 with process this was born and the rest is history the journey is yours the energy is yours what are you waiting for it's available in paperback and ebook on amazon go okay number 34 did you want to start you seemed like you're all raring to go there uh (laughs) all right put me on okay so basically as i read this you know, basically, um, the more I, I get it is, you know, you just do the work, you do the best that you can, you work hard, um, doing what you feel is right, and then you just let it go. You don't get caught up in where it goes. I mean, it's even with this stuff. We were talking, you know, I'm making this personal. We were talking about these um, th- these podcasts that we're doing, and it's like a situation of, what are we doing with them and how, where do we want to, I don't have an agenda. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy analyzing the work. I enjoy reading it, accessing the energy. And then we put these podcasts together because we're sharing it. And, you know, it makes you think we're not giving answers, but it makes you think. And then I let it go. I mean, if someone comes back and says, Susan, you know, especially that last thing you said it was out <laughs> in left field, that's fine. And someone could turn around and say, geez, I never thought of it that way. You know what? And when I think about it that way, I go to this place. So it's almost at the end, again, the great man of calling. He never makes himself look great. Therefore, he achieves the great work. He does 
what it is that he chooses to do. And the Tao supports that. When the work is done, it does not call it its possession. It clothes and nourishes all things and does not play at being their master. If the Tao creates, but then it doesn't say, okay, now you belong to me. Now you're going to do what I say. You know, it's, and I use these podcasts as a perfect example. We just do what we want to do. We're impassioned to do this. And so we do it and we do it. We really work really hard at this. And whether it's agreed or whatever happens with it, I don't hold on to any of it. Hmm. And I, I, that's how I read this is, is being exactly that, that, you know, the Tao creates all the things it creates. And then it, it, it just enjoys it, looks at it and smiles and says, no, do what you're going to do, right? It doesn't dictate, okay, now you belong to me. That's funny because the, the, in this one, I feel the Tao is, uh, Lao Tzu is comparing the Tao to the man of calling. And so as he describes the Tao in the beginning, and then he describes the man of calling in a very simplified way, he, he makes the Tao personable. And the man of calling is in it, with it you know, mm-hmm. around it. <laughs> it's funny because what you just did was exactly what Lao Tzu did. <laughs> so you made, you know, you took the podcast and you took your, you know, why, why are you doing the podcast? And so you kind of took the podcast as, I don't know, I'll say mm-hmm. I'll appropriate it to the Tao. And you took, you know, why are you doing it as the man of calling? And you just did the same thing that he did. And to me, he just compares the two and shares that they're both moving and this is occurring and they're going where they're going and right. that's it. Yep. So you just kind of gave we'll a great see. pictorial to it. Well, <laughs> thanks. So that's, that's, that's the way I can, I can take this. And, you know, hopefully people that are listening can take it and, and do, do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Number right. 35. Go ahead. Okay. This one seems to carry along with the last one because my sense is, you know, the expression here is, Hey, Dial's not special and it doesn't make you special. You just be with it. You do what you do. There's balance. There's understanding. This, the only distinction is that it is, and that's not really a distinction at all, and that's all. And there's a, the, there's a great um, kind of connection in, in the words that he uses, and, and especially at the end where he says, you look for it and you see nothing special. You listen for it and you hear nothing special, you act according to it, and you find no end. And in doing what you did with the last one, connecting it to these podcasts, you know, you're, you're sitting here and maybe you're looking at Lao Tzu's Tao Te Ching and you're like reading along and you're saying, what do I think about it? Irregardless of all of that, there's an experience that we're sharing, there's a conversation that we're sharing, and there's an energy of movement that's in its all of it that we're not planning. It's just through our intent Mm. and just what is occurring right here and now. And the only thing I would add to that, I think that's a great description. And um, it's, you know, as the very beginning, whoever holds fast to the great primal image to him, the world will come. It comes and is not violated in calmness, equity, and blessedness. I also look at that as being clear as to what you want to do. And we spent a lot of time trying to figure out what it is we want to do. We love, we read these books all the time and, you know, we have very different ways of thinking about things. And sometimes we spend hours to get to, uh, you know, we get to a place that we meet kind of in the middle and, you know, come to a greater understanding. And I think that, you know, by, with this is we're very clear in what we want to do. You know, we don't have an intent and we don't know where we're going always, but we're very clear in that we want to go into the space and we're trying to open up, a dis- we're trying to create a discussion, we're trying to create a discussion 
that is in more real time and, and, and it relates to, you know, today's issues because we're living here today and we're very clear about it. And therefore, we keep that in our minds as to what the intention is and we're having fun with it. And with that, it, everything will come together in calmness, equity, and blessedness. Number 36. This is a wonderful one. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> I just you, said that. You, what you want to compress, you must first allow truly to expand. What you want to weaken, you must first allow to grow truly strong. What you want to destroy, you must first allow truly to flourish. This is wonderful because there's a frustration in it. But I want to compress it. Oh, no, you have to let it expand first. And the, and the wonderful vibration to that is, you know, the, the again, this is an expression of polarity and extremes and the power in movement. So what if, you know, here's a suggestion here, taking the energy of this. What if you desire one thing, yet you allow everything to occur to get to that one thing? Well, so I go to where if you want something, you have to embrace its opposite at the same time. So it's almost like, you know, you have to face your fear to conquer it. You must, you know, we, we said in, in some of the books that we've written that you have to disconnect from everything. When you disconnect from everything and you pull out of all the things and and then you actually go quiet. You can actually feel the connection to everyone. Mm. So to me, I that's I feel like, and then the more that you don't do what this says, you start running away or you fight things. And then it leaves a, an unending battle. And that's being clear about the invisible. When you have the belief in something greater and that you're a part of it, that that's where it's just so wonderfully delectable that, okay, I desire one thing yet, all can occur and you you have the extreme you have both and you know when you go to do something that's different of course the minute you decide to do something the opposite is going to appear so loudly and clearly in front of you and you're going to say are you kidding me this is what you know if if you're and yet instead of saying are you hey are you kidding me look there's the opposite what if you just said wow there's all of it yeah, occurring well, you know, because I, there is both you, extremes you know, and there's okay, all but of it occurring. People don't, I wouldn't, you know what? I, I all of it occurring and all of it occurring. Everything is there and you're a part of the all. So if you, so I guess what I would say is when that shows up, when it shows up the opposite, well then that should be some sort of a sign that it's opposite is nearby because of course for you to open up to something you have to open up to its opposite because that's what mm -hmm. we talk about. One, you know, it's, you know, strong can only exist for weak to exist. Light can only exist for dark to exist. So if you're going to open up, open up to something and the opposite appears, well, you know, your tendency is to run away, say, oh God, I can't do that. Yet if you understand that by opening to one, you open to the other. So if the other shows up, because it's what you're probably more accustomed to seeing, or you, you think you are, you open up to that. Well, by default, the other one has opened up its opposite. And that should give you the power instead of saying, I open to everything because I wouldn't do that, Julie. I'd sit there and say, the hell with this. I'm not doing this. But if I can understand by opening to the opposite, wow, that means I open to both. I open to both. And opening to both does what? 
open to the whole thing. Yeah, but okay. So I need, I'm saying, okay, well, so, you know, there are people probably that can do that. And, and to those people, I say, yeah, I struggle with that. More. Well, you can sit there and say, okay, open to everything. And then the opposite shows up. It's always like, oh, but for me to be able to see that and say, wait a second, if I open to the, to one, like there's, there's nothingness until I open up to, to darkness. Well, then light can show up. If I don't open up, if I open up to, if I'm going to start defining something as being tall, or if I'm going to define something as being short, well, that means I opened up to the idea of tall. So, so if one per, if you're lonely and you're on your own and you want to meet someone, if you can open up to the spot of being on your own, well, by default, you opened up to someone else being in your life. Isn't that being clear about the invisible? And and we talk a lot. I mean, let's go to the view of the hawk. We talk about the hawk. The hawk can fly around in the sky and and be conquering so the whole you, macro okay, so view. Wait, so let me finish. The be, be, I, let, let me finish. The hawk can be flying around in the sky, can conquer the whole macro view of everything, and yet, boom, then it can pinpoint in as well. It's got both right there. Okay, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Next up, we will be doing the Dial Day Ching Lao Tzu in our next part. And we're actually going to do the uh, number 37 from part one, which is the Dial, and then move forward from 38 to 45 in part two, which is Tay. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.